I'm glad to see you. Always glad to be seen. I wasn't sure if you would come. I said I would. I wanted to say again that I'm sorry. For what? For thinking, considering something that I would never do. Ever. Okay. Okay? Yeah. Let me try again. You don't have to, honestly. Because I never did it? That wasn't, isn't, wasn't what upset me. Hurt me. I didn't mean to hurt you, Shane. I know that. You thought you were helping me. Standing by me, defending me. I can respect that. We believe different things. What is this? You feel like this is a trap? Kinda. It's not. Because I understand that we are just very different people who just happen to love each other. And that's no one's fault. It just is. I feel like I'm dreaming. I feel like I'm waking up. I'd rather hurt myself than hurt you, though. I know. And you did. Going around like that, all kitted out, didn't earn you many polite looks, I'm sure. People who you came across on a regular basis thought something unflattering about you, more than likely. I don't care about that. What hurts me, just so that it's been said, is that you fought to not understand me all this time. What do you mean? We are two different people, but in a lot of ways we are the same. When I lied to you about what I remembered, I was trying to protect you. But you didn't see it that way. You don't give me the benefit of the doubt. And I feel like I've earned that. And I understand now that I have it. And because I feel truly feel like I earned it, I don't want it anymore. I don't assume the worst about you. Even if that were true, you don't assume the best. And I can honestly say that despite my flaws, of which I have many, I show up for you. We cannot agree on things, see the world differently, but in the world of us, I'm always there for you. I'm right here now. You didn't think I'd come. You think it's normal to expect you to show up after everything that I said yesterday? Who said anything about normal? I'm talking about you and me. I show up for you. I always have. So that's one. But the other is, you didn't, couldn't appreciate that you putting on a kit every day was its own kind of lie. When you saw me responding to my dad's letter, that same day, you'd gone out layered in lies. But it didn't occur to you that my betrayal could be the loving kind, like yours was. I see these things as completely different. I know you do. But I'll give you that. I'll concede that maybe I didn't put myself in your shoes in a way that was worthy of you. But some of the things you're saying about the ill fit are things that you've made me feel guilty about since I started feeling unsure. That's true. You were right. I didn't see it then because I thought I knew something that you didn't. But you were right, and I was wrong. You sound like you just sound like you have some closure. I don't know if I'd call it closure. Things still feel raw. And we are literally still engaged in a relationship somewhat outside of our control. But I feel good about knowing who we are because for a long time I think I was lying to myself. That's not how I see it. I told you that I don't know if this is what I want right now while we figure all this out, but I still can't imagine my life without you. But you can, though. No. No, yeah, you can. And that's okay. Every day you left out the house and took precautions, that was imagining a life without me to a certain degree. You're twisting That's this. another great example. What is? You are always accusing me of trying to make out like I'm someone I'm not. Trying to appear to be the good guy instead of me just being a good guy. I'm not allowed to see you differently than you see yourself at times? Of course you are. And I'm allowed to feel like you see me so differently that we aren't occupying the same space. We haven't been, and that's not healthy for either of us. You sound so final. 
I never wanted anything final. I just need time. Take it. I'm not rushing anywhere. But I'm not waiting anymore either. I feel like you've taken certain things I've said and done and twisted the context. Prosthetic. You're never going to let me live that down. Live what down? You meant it. It's not a lie. I just understand now what it meant, what it really meant. It means that I need you. That I depend on you. That I can't get by without you. That's a really positive spin. It was also part of what I said. A big part. You are shifting the emphasis. I'm really not trying to rehash it, honestly. So, now what? We listen to a letter, I suppose. I check in on you. See if you're okay. You tell me nothing has changed, and I show up tomorrow to do it all over again. It's Auntie Lola. Really? That's cool. I the extended family. My memories of her are the least defined. Was she a mathematician or something? I don't know. Maybe a blogger. I think she wrote stuff. She was just... Not cold, but detached. Do you mind reading? I'm struggling with some things right now. Okay. Breakfast. Have you ever thought about that word? It's kind of disguised because of how we pronounce it, but it literally means breaking your fast, the one you conducted while sleeping. Language mutates over time to suit the needs of whoever is speaking, but it loses some of itself along the way. There's a new valediction taking hold. Stay safe. There's one world of people who offer it to anyone they come within six feet of, as a way of saying, don't die. I hope your friends and loved ones don't die, because so many people are dying, and they may have no symptoms, and you may have no symptoms, so you may not know it yet. So do what you can with what you do not know to evade something that you cannot see but will kill you all the same. There's a whole other world of people who are operating as if the dead are so far removed or inconsequential to the patriotism demanded of normalcy that the living do not deserve any inconvenient precautions. They are using language differently. Freedom over tyranny, or my body, my choice, or vaccines are for sick people, with a picture of Bill Gates because he's sick somehow. It's confusing. The vast majority of Americans don't want to rush the process, but this discontented few have chosen the language of militancy to battle policies designed to fight a pandemic. For some reason, I'm reminded of Bashir al-Assad, gassing his own people so that he could rule them. Not because they are the same thing, but because it seems rooted in a similar type of nihilistic narcissism. We try to explain so many things with words designed to explain something else. More people have died from COVID-19 in the last three months than in all of the Vietnam War. More than double, almost triple, the deaths of any other nation. The president's son-in-law called that a success story. White people armed with assault rifles and shotguns descended on the Michigan State Capitol in Lansing and threatened lawmakers with violence in what was deemed a protest. I remember last summer I was in a Chick-fil-A and a stranger said, God bless you. I hadn't sneezed, he just used it as a way of greeting. I said thank you. He seemed dissatisfied somehow with my response. As he left, he said, Merry Christmas. It was June. He was trying to mark out territory that I didn't understand completely. But while I shelter at home and have time to think about the shape of words, I think I have a more complete understanding of the threat he perceived to his way of life. He thought he was in a safe place where his Christianity would be enthusiastically reciprocated. 
He needs a place like that wherever he goes. And if he winds up in a temple and doesn't see enough heads bowed, he reminds them of where they are. Except we were only in a sacred place in his own mind. And even if it had been hallowed ground, is this his best interpretation of the edicts captured in the Bible? It was my fault for being at a Chick-fil-A. First place. It's just so damn delicious. And the customer service is unmatched, but I digress. Words matter is, I guess, what I really want to say. You are growing up in a really tricky world. It's going to try to deceive you at every opportunity. Most people will reveal themselves to you despite their attempts to hustle you. Listen to their words. Their actions are important, but listen to the words they choose. They chose them for a reason. It isn't arbitrary and it isn't an accident. We are our words, even when we lie. Fair. Well. It is some bullshit. <laughs> Welcome. Food and drinks are in the back. <laughs> Thank you. So you're a believer now. In this prophetic shit? No. It's kind of like God. I don't know what to think, but I feel like there's some shit that hasn't been explained to me, so I'm holding out on a firm conclusion until further notice. But color me skeptical. If someone had proof of God, would you want it? I don't think you can have proof of God. Well, there's something I haven't had a chance to talk to you about yet. You didn't have time to tell me that you're Jesus? <laughs> no, we never had a chance to talk about my father's letter. You're right, we have it. Are you feeling okay about it? I know it was a lot. I haven't had time to really feel anything. I've been processing. No. It must have been hard. No, no, you don't understand. I've been processing memories. 